0: The best thing you can do when it comes to working towards your fitness goals, and sometimes this can be where a coach comes in, is to simplify your to-do list and choose some goals that you do feel passionate about, that you feel are doable. Oftentimes, we choose goals that are overly complicated. So instead, choose the things that feel doable that are necessary, that are gonna move you closer to your goals. The more you can simplify the list, the easier it's gonna be. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between. Here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. All right, welcome. This is Dorothy with the Real and Uplifted podcast. And I am so excited to bring this episode to you today because I talk to so many women who say, I know what to do, but I'm just not doing it. And if you're anything like me and you have a lot on your plate, maybe you love most of it, but it can sometimes lead to overwhelm. And if you're anything like a lot of the women I work with in losing weight and transforming their mindset, their habits, their bodies, and what it really takes, you may feel like I know what to do. I'm not doing it. Um, You may struggle to even get started with some of the simplest things, or you're always putting that piece last, like taking care of your body, working out, focusing on your food, really thinking more reflectively about your mindset and your habits and what you want in your life. And you're always sort of putting that last to the bottom of the list, like I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And maybe even with the internet, it's a bit of, oh my gosh, there is so much information out there. It's information overload and thinking, okay, not only do I have to do some of these things to get the results, but then I have to maintain this for the rest of my life. Like, no thanks. That seems like a lot of work. There's a lot of things here that I'm seeing people say you have to do to lose weight. So you keep putting it off. So I am so excited to share this episode with you because if you can relate, what I'm going to talk you through today, some strategies to get started, to eliminate the overwhelm, some steps to put in place, there's just so much you are capable of doing when you decide, okay, I can do this. I don't have to feel stuck in fight or flight or fright of being afraid of like, what's going to happen if I do do this? Like, How much extra work is this going to bring for my future? And shifting to more of a, okay, I got this. How can I make it easier? So the whole reason behind this episode today is because I woke up and it's close to the end of a month, which means I'm getting a lot of things lined up for my clients, some of the memberships, some of the services that I offer. And I could just feel like this dark cloud of to do's hovering over my head. And then the next thing you know, I got a text from the school that my kids also have an early release day. And, you know, some days are better than others with this like list of things. And some days you feel that dark cloud of like all these to do's early in the day. And sometimes, you know, once you really sit down to look at your work, you're like, wow, there's, A lot of things that I have to do. And I feel like, as a business owner, you know, these last almost four years, and as a mom, and even before owning a business, like if I'm being honest, just as a mom and like maintaining some of the scheduling, sort of being the CEO, if you will, like of our house. And there's just a lot of things that we hold in our head and that we feel like we have to do. And More recently, sometimes on days like today, my husband comes home and I've done something crazy and I've like cleaned the whole house or decided to go through and organize all of our Tupperware. And sometimes that's because like my brain can't just focus on taking the steps just one task at a time. But also if there's ever a task on my list that I like don't want to do that I don't enjoy or I think is going to feel miserable, I will find something anything else that feels productive. And if you have felt this way about any of the pieces in your diet plan or your workout plan, sometimes you end up scrolling social media and like, maybe I'll get inspiration from there. And you can sort of tell yourself, oh, this is moving me doing something, even if it's not the thing you should be doing. And I am guilty of it too. You know, scrolling social media longer than needed. and. With my work being both on social media and sort of the back end, sometimes I can tell myself like, oh, but this is something I should be doing. I'm collecting new audio for reels. And honestly, it always works out. Like In the last minute, I will still pull it off and get everything done. And often, once I'm just working on it, I am in flow, I'm doing the work but I've started to turn the corner and realize like, hey, let's not wait until it's 10 minutes before you have to go pick up the kids to do your most important task. I say as I'm recording this podcast and literally have to pick up the kids in 13 minutes. So I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. But here's the thing. I am going to share some tools and strategies with you. So the most important task does still get done. And If you're like women I work with, like your health and fitness doesn't always fall to the bottom of being not the most important task because the women I work with also have a lot on their plate and fitting in a workout or eating and sometimes even forget eating the right food. Sometimes it's making time to eat. That can feel like a challenge, just getting enough water and all of these small things we know we should do. They can feel like a challenge. And sometimes we look for, you know, I need a bigger, more dramatic, more challenging thing. And honestly, if you can't do the small things consistently, like don't worry about the bigger things. But I want to share with five strategies. And I would love to know from you on Facebook or Instagram if you struggle with this, if you either struggle with just the overwhelm of everything on your list to do, or you struggle with the overwhelm of getting started and maintaining progress in your diet, in your workout, in your weight loss journeys, because this is so common. And I would love to hear anything that's worked for you. Or if you are struggling, like reach out, just know you're not alone. You're not an island. And sometimes getting support in your journey, having some accountability, having some strategies, some steps in place makes such a bigger difference. So This first strategy I want to share is a scenario where you are feeling passionate. You are excited about all the things. Oftentimes, this can be like week one, day one of a new fitness regime. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to share for myself and my business. I am so excited to share this month's coaching mindset and mantra with my membership. I'm so excited to share this episode of the podcast with you. I'm loving my morning routine. I've been on a really good one, trying to get it to stick as a habit. And then sometimes I can throw in other things like, oh, I'm really excited about maybe this recipe or having this for dinner or, you know, I really need to put away my daughter's laundry. Although I'll be honest, I'm never, I never feel passionate about that, but I do have all of these things that I do feel excited about. So when you're in that space where you feel excited about it, ride that wave. Sometimes we can be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about these things, but I know I have to do X, Y, Z. And we don't want to do whatever the thing is. So then we like put off even doing the good things that we might be excited about because we're like, well, I should do that first. I should do that first. And it's weighing us down and dragging our energy. So when you're feeling passionate, excited about doing the thing, if it's on your list, even if it's like priority number two or three. Like, just do it. Do it with energy and passion and check it off. Get yourself started because sometimes we can face getting stuck and just doing nothing and being like, oh, well, even though I'm excited about everything, like, oh, it's too much. I'm not going to get it all done today. Like, what do I even do? So just choose one of the things you're excited about doing and do it. And then Tip two, like write these things down, like get them out of your head so you're not taking up space there. And then if you can, if you can prioritize a must do and then I'd like to do like are for me, what must I do? What is so much easier for me to do while my kids are in school? And what could I do once they're home? But if I'm being honest, like it might get pushed to tomorrow because I'd rather be more present with them or I never know like what energy they're going to be in when they come home. Like I like to spend some time with them, but sometimes that's just like quiet time being present because they don't want to talk about their day until they're like going to bed. Sometimes it's like listening because something has them fired up and they do want to talk. So I just want to have the option to be present with my kids. So creating a list must-do, like-to-do, if I'm feeling really stuck because I have so many must-dos and I want to do them all, just choose one. Choose one. Number two, sometimes I try to pair them together. For me, with my business, I have found that in the morning, I'm always going to walk my dog. And if you've seen my stories, my dog is older. She is 13. She is not going for a fast pace. Like just around the block is almost 30 minutes. And it used to stress me out because I used to be like, oh my gosh, I've got to get home. I have all these things on my plate, all of these things I want to do. But instead, I'm just like, all right, this is what we're doing. And I use that time to either create a reel, to create a story on my Instagram, to respond to messages on Facebook or Instagram to plan my content for the day and just write it as a draft that I will edit and post later. Honestly, that's what I use that like slow walk time for that I've habit stacked those two things together, like work that must get done and I'm gonna do. And it feels good to do like something, it's just a non-negotiable for me. And then with a habit that I'm already doing, I'm already gonna take my dog for a walk. Every morning. So stacking those things together feels good. Sometimes I might use that time to create my must do and like to do list. But honestly, I feel better doing that afterwards once I've done like at least one piece of work already. So I already feel like at this point in time, like I've gotten a workout in, I've maybe posted some content or planned some content. And then what are my bigger things to do that day? And then tip number three. And this goes back to last week's episode. If your habits aren't some non-negotiables built in there, some of those things that just happen, like spend some time living reflectively. And then if you are working towards a fitness goal, a big place a lot of women get bogged down in is because on their to-do list is all of those pieces That they believe they have to do get in a workout, get 10K steps in, track your food, eat a certain amount of protein. Maybe they think they need to do low carb. Maybe they think they need to run. Maybe they think like there's a lot of information out there. So oftentimes, a lot of these things go onto our to do list when in fact, it's going to be easier if you make it just a habit. So on my to do list, you will pretty much never see workout because that's just a part of who I am. And it's going to happen these days at these times, partially because it's my job. But honestly, I would get in at least three to four workouts a week, no matter what, because it's just who I am and it makes me feel so good. So it's not even on the list really of things to do because it's a habit. I was going to add another one, but that one's really the only one that's super locked in. Even water for me, which is so basic, I feel like I still have to put a little effort in. Like I have strategies around it and it's not like on my to do list because that would overwhelm me. But it's still something like, all right, I've got my huge bottle of water. I'm going to fill it up, you know, at least once today and make sure I drink it. So the best thing you can do when it comes to working towards your fitness goals is, and sometimes this can be where a coach comes in, is to simplify your to-do list when it comes to your fitness goals and choose some goals that you do feel passionate about, that you feel are doable. Oftentimes, we choose goals that are overly complicated, that aren't going to give us the biggest bang for our buck. So instead, choose the things that feel doable that are necessary, that are going to move you closer to your goals, the more you can simplify the list, the easier it's going to be. And if you have a lot on your plate, you want the things that you're doing to lose weight, to feel amazing in your body. You want them to feel easier. So, and your list of to-dos also shouldn't limit you from doing more when it comes to fitness and weight loss, but it should help you prioritize. I love a good, I will drink at least 64 ounces of water. I will work out at least three times this week, like set some actionable goals. You can always surpass them, but they should be doable. So whether you're working with a coach or not, like you've got to prioritize and create your own priorities, your own non-negotiables for the week, just like creating a list of your must-do's and I'd like-to-do's with work that you need to get done for your business, your family, your life, whatever it is. Same thing with fitness. Like, What are my must-do's, my non-negotiables for the week or for the day? Set yourself up for success with those and you can always surpass them. Number three, and this is a really hard one to realize sometimes, but if you put too much on your plate, Ask yourself, what can you cut back on? What can you say no to? And then don't make this your health because your health is priceless. Your health is wealth. And like I said, when I gave you my list of all the things to do today, I didn't put in workouts. And honestly, I didn't put in like walk at least 5K steps because that is just going to happen because that is a priority for me. That's just going to happen. But you might have to spend some time With having that visual on your list to check off, my clients have inside of their app for working with me as a coach, their goals that they're working on, they're on that schedule. Like drink at least this much of water, check it off. If you do it, we get like studies have shown you get that dopamine hit from like checking things off your list. And it also just keeps you mindful of it. So Oftentimes, like don't put your health last. Do make a priority If having it on your list helps you before it's like a habit and just a non-negotiable. Do it. Have it there so you see it and know it. And sometimes just taking the action. So this is number four. It leads to continued action. So If you check off one thing on your list, you see that win, you got your water in, you met your protein goal, you got your workout in, like, especially if you can have one of these things that you're focused on and feeling good about at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day, that action, that showing up for yourself, that's going to lead to more action. And for me with work, like I said, if there's something I'm feeling inspired about and I just start doing my work, I'm going to keep working. I'm going to stay in my zone. I'm going to keep flowing. I'm going to be like, okay, cross this off my list. Next thing to do. Okay. Cross this off my list. Next thing to do. And sometimes I can be so in the flow. I have to like pause and take a break and make sure I'm also like resting and eating and all of those pieces. But just starting sometimes can be the hardest part. So sometimes for women who want to work out and if it's not a habit and if what to do like when you don't enjoy it, sometimes taking the pressure off a bit. Start with the workout method you do like. Start with just five minutes. Have it. Stack it with something that you do want to do or you're already doing. Do you already take your dog for a walk? Do you already listen for a podcast at lunch? Do you already... Do something or pair it with something that you do really love. Do you love watching Love is Blind or The Bachelor? Maybe that workout happens while you're watching it. The important part to remember is like something is better than nothing. And just starting, just action leads to more action. The last one I want to share with you, and I hinted to this before, I have found that in my whole week or even if my day, If I have left myself very little downtime or relaxed time to read a fiction book, a non-work-related book, to watch some TV, to sit with my thoughts, to listen to a podcast while I drink my coffee, to scroll social media with just the enjoyment and maybe having some time limit in my mind because you can get sucked in, if I don't plan in that downtime, I am more likely to steal that time from when I should be working. If you're overscheduled, you might not be able to use, (laughs) you can't use every second for something productive. And that is normal. And if you feel like you're never allowing yourself to rest, your body will take that rest. And this can lead you to either procrastinating, even starting the work because your body's like, I know once I start, you're not going to let me stop. Like, let me just do nothing for right now. It might lead to middle of the day, just like stealing that. And then you feel like, oh, I had all this stuff to do and I didn't get it done. So allow yourself to rest. Like downtime is productive and it's needed to be your most productive self at other times. So move some ideas about downtime. Like it doesn't have to just be a screen or social media or reality TV. Sometimes it can be a walk. It can doing something creative, meeting with a friend, moving in a way that just feels good. And I get stuck in the trap like, okay, I'm going to listen to a book, but it's going to be about my business or nutrition or metabolism. And I love learning, but I found that if I can build in like just reading a good fiction book occasionally, like allowing myself to just experience joy, I can come back to my work so much more joyful. And I know this tip is so hard because we have so many things to do, but I promise you downtime is productive and important. So how does this all tie in? Because this has been my experience in these five tips honestly are so helpful for just being more productive in your day-to-day and eliminating some of that overwhelm from getting started. But if you feel like you know what to do with losing weight, but maybe you're not working out or you're not eating for your fitness or you're not doing some of these simple habits, the same strategies work. Prioritize what's the most important to you, your life, your business, your personal, your professional. Like, Figure out what balls are glass. I have heard this somewhere and it really resonated. We're juggling like glass balls and plastic balls. Like figure out what balls are glass, what balls are plastic, which ones if you drop, they're not going to shatter. Realize your health is always a priority because it's going to make you more productive in the long run when you take care of your health, when you get enough sleep, when you eat the right foods, when you move your body going to be more productive. And long-term, Like your health is your wealth. You can't buy back your health when you're 70 or 80 and haven't taken care of yourself. So that should always be a priority and know that that's okay. Like Don't feel guilty for making that a priority. Next, make some of these health and fitness goals just a habit. And at first, that might mean they're on your list. They're visible. There's something you can see you check in with. Maybe you check in with a coach or a social network, or whoever, or just yourself, but they're on your list and some of them have to happen as non-negotiables. Do the easiest thing first. Stop trying to do everything and make it too complicated. If you're feeling motivated, passionate, like excited about doing something, taking action on your health and fitness, do it. If this inspires you to reach out to me as a coach, do it. Sometimes just taking that action and initiative can propel you to places better than your wildest dreams. You know, so that's like the easiest. And when you're feeling good, when you have something really hard to do, pair it with something joyful, have it stack it to something that you already do. My favorite example is have a huge glass of water, like while you're making your coffee, if you go to Starbucks, order an ice water for free with your coffee, like pair these things together to make it easier build in some downtime. This is needed. If you're working on fitness goals, you cannot overwork yourself to where you want to be. And then the most important out of all of this is please know that there is always tomorrow. The list will never be fully complete and neither will you. Like if you're working on your health and fitness goals, it's just, you're getting there one day at a time. Your actions matter. You have the power to change your life. And honestly, we're all just taking it one day at a time. So be kind to yourself. If you have enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, I would love it and be overjoyed if you could subscribe wherever you are listening and leave a five-star review. Wishing you an amazing rest of your week. And we will talk again soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses, And to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.